As you all know, this podcast is called The Good, The Bad and the LP. We feel like we need to focus on the bad a bit more, so we've decided to come up with a bit of a series called Be Kind, Rewind. Hey, they aren't half bad. Nope, they're all bad. (laughs) Be kind. Rewind. The premise is we're going to pick something that maybe is not necessarily terrible or generally frowned upon or are easy to dislike and we're going to take the good out of the bad and try and come away feeling positive about a certain song or an artist that we don't like or gets frowned upon and uh i have a feeling that some of these songs are going to make us work for it yeah definitely yeah i mean we've purposely picked things that maybe are yeah hard hard to find it find a positive but we're going to try and get there and uh try and like clear our biases i suppose and because there's a lot of bias especially oh, yeah. with what we've chosen for yeah this, yeah this one in, f- in fact i feel like as soon as i'm going to say the name of the band you will probably all switch off pretty quickly um we have picked pearl jam which is the the ultimate dad rock slash well a aged aged dad rock like surfer dudes who are now becoming dads uh, they have nostalgia. evolved into that role. Yeah. It would seem pretty quickly. I feel yeah. like there was after ten, like early nineties. I feel like mid nineties. All of a sudden, they just looked like a dad rock band. Yeah, like I know. Eddie yeah. Vedder cut his hair, and <laughs> it seemed like he was just old. Yeah, I agree. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, they've be- they've become like a dad band basically since like nineteen ninety six or something like that. As soon as they. But like we're we're serious musicians. Hmm. We don't necessarily only play grunge. <laughs> we don't even like yeah. that name. Um, so I mean, I definitely have friends that hate Pearl Jam and write them off. And um, you know, it's it's very easy to dislike them. They um, they don't make it easy, especially. I think a lot of people who have trouble with authority uh, don't like being told what to do. And Pearl Jam. Some of their decisions in that, I mean, I can understand why the whole ticketing thing and wanting mm. to keep people safe after the deaths of that concert. Yeah. But the kind of draconian, like, this is how our show should be. You have to do it this way. Otherwise, you know, get mm. the hell out. The rib, like the rebel in me is like, don't tell me what to do. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we picked Pearl Jam. We've picked a specific song that is sort of known as being a, pretty terrible it's a bit of a drag um it doesn't it's an it's a song the song is called yellow lead better which i was sure it was from an album but we just found out it's actually a b-side from jeremy from jeremy and i know the first three albums really well and i know that this song really well but i don't know how i know the song because i don't listen to the b-sides or anything it's just happened to have like seeped into my brain i I think Um, it, it gained traction on radio did it right yeah okay. yeah so i mean yeah it's 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 one of those things what what we're going to do is we're going to listen to it in its entirety and then at the the end we'll come back and talk about the our you know our thoughts on it or what, what we can see as a merit uh what we can see as not a merit um because i seem to the reason this one came into my mind is because there was a guitar world article over 10 years ago that it was the worst guitar solos of all time. Really? Is, is this, this part of it? This is this ranked quite highly yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of, mm. I think it's Mike McCready, and I've, there's a lot to talk about when we listen. Mm. I have some thoughts on the general 
yeah. approach they have yeah. and why I don't kind of like their stuff. Because I dig 10, yeah. and there's a lot I like about it. Mm. There's a lot I don't. It's very complex. Mm. We'll get into it when we listen, but we're going to try and look for the good. We're going to try and find something nice, something yes. that we can walk away from saying, you know what? It's not as bad as everyone thinks. No, and we have to mutually agree on it, I feel. It has to be a yeah. point that we can both... Yeah. yeah. Hopefully we'll get, get there. Yeah. I mean, at this current stage, if it came on and I had an option to skip it, I would skip it. Hell yes. Right, right now. It would be a skippable song for me. Yeah. If this was a karaoke option, I'd skip straight to Jeremy. Get the yowling on. <laughs> I mean, is, is there anything else you want to say about Pearl Jam in general before we move forward and actually listen to it? Of the so-called grunge bands, the Seattle bands, Pearl Jam was never my favorite. And I mean, because you gave me the option of seeing them. There was yeah. a ticket that got freed up yeah. about probably 10 years ago. Yeah. And I went to see them just to say I saw them. Yeah. And while I kind of enjoyed it, part of me just was over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's... I have an issue with the jamminess of the band. Huh. The jam element doesn't yeah. vibe well with me because it just... It's so meandering yeah. for me. Right, yeah. But yeah. We'll, we'll get into it as we listen. Should we kind of hit yeah. it? We'll hit it. Um, all right. So this is Pearl Jam, Yellow, Lead, Better. I don't know what the year is. 1991, I think. It was, it was an... Not an outtake, but it was recorded during the 10 sessions. Right. B-side for Jeremy. 91. All right, let's do it. Go. Immediately, that guitar's Hendrix. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, complete. So it seems like it must be McCready who kind yeah. of. I, yeah. I just don't. It's totally Hendrixy, isn't it? Very clean. Very yeah. fingery. I mean, it, it does sound like he set out to purposely say, I want to sound like Hendrix in this intro. Yeah. Oh, his voice. It's like... <laughs> I know. It's got a very iconic voice, I suppose, but... Admittedly, he said that his early stuff, he was, wasn't was as comfortable. He felt like right. he grew into a singer later in, right. in their career. It feels inert to me, just like... I'm just laying on Yeah, it does. People would call and, it laid back, but I don't yeah. see it that way. Yeah, there's there's no urgency to this track, really, or any. I mean, the drummer has got the most boring job in the world for this one. It's chill, but I don't I don't like the image it's painting to me. I can just see Surfer, right? Yeah. Chilling on the beach, probably Eddie better, you know? Just <laughs> like, I'm going to go for a surf, you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's a bit... Um, Same chord progression, keeps yeah. going. And sometimes that works for me, mm. where something's this drone music. Yeah. Same thing the whole way through, but there's something about... This feels like a jam, mm. and I I have an issue with a lot of jam music. So yeah. I guess that's why I haven't gotten to the Grateful Dead. Yeah. I just realised I know the song well, but I don't know the lyrics at all. Like they're just, they're just too muted for me to understand. This is not a good Jimi Hendrix guitar at all, though. It's so... Well, it's that intro is Hendrix. That intro is Hendrix but this now. He's probably, you know, doing the whole hooking his thumb over the top string like Hendrix used to do. Mm. Or Whammy Bar. Nah. I can't really hear any bass either. I don't know what's going on. It's there. A little bit. It's just pulsing away. So, this is supposedly the solo 
in the worst guitar solos of all time kind of thing. I think it just doesn't, it's too early in the song. Like there's been no tension presented for it to like be a release. It's just sort of him mumbling and then there's a, a bit of a dramatic guitar solo. <laughs> that was pretty clumsy. Yeah. It just even just a fade off, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cringe. <laughs> yeah, we have to find good in this. I feel I, like I, I did like that guitar solo tone, I guess. <laughs> kind of. I think we should listen to this all once and criticize it and listen to it again and think of positives. Yeah. So this is the first run through. Mm. And it's really hard. Because all I yeah. can look for is the bad. <laughs> yeah. This is what it's about. This is like our self um, treatment of like, yeah. Do we know what this is about? I'm not sure. No. What? No. What is it about? Even the title itself, a yellow lip better. It doesn't really. It's an unfortunate title. I don't know what it means. Yeah, I have no idea. I can't even guess. Do you? Slang. I'll take their cover of Last Kiss any day over yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that song's more deserving of the radio play than this. Yeah. How did this become popular on radio? I don't know. It's very weird. It's a bit of a nothing song. Do we get another guitar solo or no? Maybe not. Ah, this is very early for a guitar solo. There's a lot of suspect off-key stuff in this, I feel. It makes you wonder if this was recorded to be a B-side, you know? It's like... Yeah, and somehow it just managed mm. to... Mm. A nothing song. Yeah. Perfect way of describing it. Mm. Okay. I like I like the Hendrix emulation mm. in terms of... But whereas Hendrix would have something like this, he would actually take it somewhere. Yeah, like yeah. if you listen to something like Little Wing, which this very much sounds yeah, yeah, like yeah. very mm. reminiscent of, that actually goes somewhere. Mm. That was an intro. Yeah. This is this book. This song's bookended by that. Yeah. But everything in between is just the same. Yeah. There's no connection between the to it. Yeah. Even if he used a similar rhythm, I don't know something in the guitar solo that sort of like linked back to it. Because the guitar solo does not sound like this. Like I couldn't hear any connection yeah, between it's, them. It's just to have something. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it is definitely a bit of a nothing song, and there's not really a message or. I don't know if it's. I don't know if they were trying to create a feeling more than anything else in it, but it's just that it doesn't really doesn't really create a feeling in me either. It's just a bit of a. It just feels very lazy and lazy is and poorly put together. I think where whereas some people might view it as being laid back. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, inert laziness yeah. more than anything. But it's not lazy in a relaxed, beautiful way. It's just very clumsy. I don't know how to describe it. It feels very hastily put together. Like yeah. they were just like, jam, record it, see what happens, and it mm. didn't quite get there. I know. I mean, it's one of those things where can you give them slack because maybe they purposely recorded it as a B side, but it happened to take off, and they, you know, uh, that's know. that's more the public's responsibility yeah. than theirs. So, are they really to blame? No. If they make a bad song, it becomes popular. Mm. Who knows. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That, that's just my feeling. It's just, um, yeah, it's just it's just clumsy, I suppose. Especially now that you know you did pick out the whole guitar clumsiness, which I didn't really pick up on until you said it about the book ended by the weird guitar bit. I don't love, know. It's a lovely idea. Mm. 
I mean, it's not often I can listen to a whole song and still have no feeling about what's it about or what's been trying to convey. Yeah. Lyrically, I mean, what are the lyrics? Because half of it was just muffled. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, not muffled oh. sound-wise, but just the way... Okay, he... so here's here's something that the song does well. It paints the picture of what initially, what I had in my mind. It seems like the lyrics are kind of going there. So first mm. part, unsealed on the porch, a letter sat. Then you said, I want I want to leave it again. Once I saw her on a beach of weathered sand, and on the sand, I want to leave her again. So that seaside impression I got of, you know, having the waves there, yeah, it seems right. that's... They were effective and being evocative in that way. Yeah. Um, there's an article about the meaning of it. And apparently it's conveying his uh, op- opposition to war, <laughs> which does not really sound like this, you know, the music, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. Sometime around the Gulf War and they were inspired an anti-war song. But why would you have an a anti-war message and then mumble your way through it, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, Why would you mumble your way through? Yeah, I don't know maybe com- commentary on the murkiness of <laughs> I don't, the politics I, I around it. it. I feel like he was just working on his style a bit more. So yeah, I mean, it, it's so, like it just seemed like an afterthought. Like this, this sounded like their first. They got in the studio and this was their first run through. And yeah, he's like feeling it through. He's like <laughs> just randomly getting through it. Yeah, I mean, okay. So, do we want to do a second run through and try and talk positively? There's now that we've gotten all of the yeah the the bad shit out of the way. Yeah, let's see if we can because I feel like there's we can say nice things, but I feel like overall hmm. it's not going to be it's not going to tip the balance. No, I'm not going to finish up with us saying this is the greatest song ever. I mean, maybe if I know it's anti-war message, I can listen to the lyrics a bit deeper and try okay. and hear hear that. Okay, let's let's see if we can find something good. All right, let's do it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Realistically. It's total little wing. Yeah. Like the guitar, right? Hmm. Yeah, it's clean. It's so hard to understand. Yeah, even even looking at the lyrics on my phone, I'm not hearing the. Anyway, be positive. Yeah, suspiciously quiet the second time around. <laughs> I guess that guitar does, it sits right in the back. Like, you can still hear a bit of it there, the, the Jimi Hendrix. But it's yeah. right at the back of the mix now. I mean, that's like the only form of like a crescendo or a release you get is him doing the AAA thing. Yeah. Everything else is yeah. steadily jamming in the background, pulsing yeah. along. I suppose, ideally, that would give him a good framework. Yeah. 
but it could give him a better framework if it was more dynamic. There's a solo. Pretty generic, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll try and flip that and say it's maybe meant to be a bit simpler to fit in with the looseness of the song. Oh, that's clumsy as hell. He's like, oh, I've got a whammy bar, I'm just going to use it. Like, that's what you do when you run out of ideas. Yeah, and you're like, fuck it, I'll just do a whammy bar quick. The tone's pretty good. Yeah. Give me a guitar hero. Yeah. And you still have a whammy bar, and that's like, it sounds like just the amateur bit where you're like, yeah, I'll just whammy for the hell of it. That's so yeah. clumsy. Going back into it. Okay, that solo sucks. Doesn't need to be there either. No, it, it's man. not. It doesn't serve the. No. If this is an anti-war song, yeah. it's, they're going about it in a very strange way. Yeah. Firstly, not being able to understand a goddamn thing. No. I think what I'm coming away from is, I like the guitar tone. Yeah. And yeah. I like the bookends that little Hendrix riff. I like the idea of it, but I don't think the execution is there. I wish I could get more bass out of this too, though, I don't know. I don't want to stay, that's the only lyric I've got. So my impression is that people just l liked the music because mm. it can't be anything to do with the lyrics. <laughs> no. Interesting. I kind of like how it ramps down. Yeah. I think, yeah, if you're driving somewhere and you put the radio on and it's on in the background, it probably works better rather than the critical listening, I suppose. Because it's probably all of the sounds driving, it cuts mm. in and out, and it's still the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just a, it's like a, just a very, it's like a ghost of a song or something. It has all the, the features of a song, but it's just like a bit blurred or out of focus. So I thought at this point it would launch back into it for a final rousing end, but it doesn't. If if it was a much tight more tightly constructed song it would be condensed it'd probably have some kind of different you know bridge or something mm. go into some interlude that may be skewed differently musically and mm. then have those dynamic peaks and valleys where yeah. you'd have those quiet moments launching back in like the loud quiet thing for as much as people give Cobain shit from like ripping off the pixies and yeah yeah the loud, the loud quiet thing it, it works great musically mm. having a bit of actual storytelling and narrative musically yeah mm. all right we need to find some positives it's gonna be hard my okay my positives guitar tone pretty good yeah and I, bookends I, I like the idea i like the idea but i don't think it was done very well i can't vouch for eddie vader's voice in any way on this track i can't i can't even performance all performance, over the place it, yeah. it sounds like a first pass 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do that lazy lyric sound, try and put some emotion into it a bit more. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard. This seems like an unfortunate case of a B-side literally being a throwaway. Yeah, I And know. somehow yeah. radio mm. picked it up and it became popular for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder if pe- like, I wonder... Americans are weird. I wonder if the people who like this, mm-hmm. what about it? What, I don't know. What is it that mm. seals the deal on tipping the yeah. scales to being a good track? There's a... I'm not, I don't want to go too far off topic... But there's a similar thing. I think I've talked about. I've talked about it in videos. This XTC Skylarking record they really like, and they put out a single in America, and the B side is called "Dear God," and I, I think it, I hate that track, and it, it um, doesn't fit with the album flow at all. But in America, they it, that B side also became completely famous, and they liked it more than that. And for me, they had to put it on the album on the US release because it got so popular but it completely ruins the flow of the album for me and I don't I don't like it at all but it's just like I just I don't know why that track got so popular because it doesn't represent the album for me at all anyway it's just a similar thing like what yeah. makes people pick up on things yeah who knows so are we really being that kind to the song no I really I don't know <laughs> I was just hoping magically through the ether something would come through and I could get behind it I mean, is this a failure? <laughs> I we've we've tried to critically reappraise it because I've never actually I've never sat down with songs like you say. If it's on, I go out of my way to make sure it's being changed because yeah. I mm. I just I've never liked it, and mm. now to actually sit down mm. and I can see exactly why I don't like it. But I can see I can see it's a glimpse of if they had of workshopped the song a bit more mm. if they had of actually you know because mm. if it if it is a b-side it's a throwaway and it yeah. seems like it's kind of like an outtake but they just yeah. had a song that they were kind of like working on that yeah. somehow ended up as like oh we need a b-side for jeremy that's just like chuck it on and let's give it a name that pepsi throws people off a topic that doesn't really you know yeah yeah Okay, I think what we can both mutually agree on as a positive is it does have a bit of a summary beach laid back feeling to it's it. It's very it's very effective in evoking exactly what some of the lyrical content is yeah. alluding to the beach setting. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I get that immediately. Yeah, yeah, I can hear summariness. Because even though it's very similar to Little Wing, Little Wing doesn't telegraph that no, at all for all. me. No, not at all. Whereas no. this, no. the it's very very yeah. seaside, very summer, very yeah, that's true, laid back. Yeah. The laid back nature of it, I feel that meandering laziness. Yeah. It it does tell it does, mm. you know, denote the beach. <laughs> okay. That's our positive. That's our mutually reached point. I think we're gonna wrap it up with that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean if you if you guys tell tell us what you think. Are you about a fan this. of the song? Yeah, are you a fan of Pearl Jam? Can you vouch for them? Would you would you bet for Pearl Jam? Uh, are you asking me or are you asking the audience? I'm asking you, then I'll ask the audience. It's, it's a whole deeper thing. Um would I um yes but I'm also I can't say I'm completely familiar with like the last 10 years of Pearl Jam in fact I only know I barely am familiar with it so I vouch for what I know so therefore ignorance is bliss right <laughs> <laughs> that's a good place to end it I think alright we're done alright guys cheers thank you that was um, our B-Sides episode um, hopefully nice and short 
we'll be back again soon for another full-length feature, which will be a bit more rambling and less focused and uh, organic, I suppose. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, subscribing. Signing off. Signing off. Thank <laughs> you.